What does it all mean? Every day my perspective changes, changes. Oh, reality is drifting in and out, in and out. Oh, he couldn't be making it up. As he goes along, he must be stealing songs from somewhere, somewhere. There's no way, no way anybody could be this prolific a composer. But it doesn't count, it doesn't count, it doesn't count to be this genius, to be this free. Don't anybody say vegan Steven is a genius. Because he's a fictional character He's a fictional character Did you hear? King and Stephen has a writing staff of 10, 10, 10, 10, 40 people Of all ethnic and social backgrounds did you hear that vegan Stephen has a team of feminists writing all his jokes? That's right, all along you've been laughing and giving out to jokes that the hard right wrote. A load of angry feminists write my jokes. Okay. My God, I've been standing around procrastinating shit myself. Oh God, listen, this whole, well, listen, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna be on my best behavior for the first 10 minutes and then I'm gonna start cursing all the rest of it, okay? I'm gonna just pay homage and respect to uh, some very influential people in my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and be as respectful as I can just for the first 10 minutes and then I'm gonna just go, go loose, all right? Because, uh, some people have, are very sensitive, you know, and they don't want to get their feelings hurt and that's fine. So I'm going to try and be very, very politically correct just for the first next few minutes, just so uh, I can give praise. Uh, and I'm going to try and make this as straightforward as I can so there's no confusion. Because mm. context is... It's hard to... Where is it? There it is. Oh, it's gone. Hang on. It's gone. All right, we're staying on point. We're staying on point. Okay. Whew. Oh, fuck it. Where's my guitar going? Right. I miss your sex fuck when you throw your arms around me and you turn me on. In front of the TV, miss your sex fuck when you throw your arms around me and you throw me off. In front of the TV, sex fuck, sex fuck, sex fuck. Hey, do you wanna hear a dirty joke? I'm on the bone for you. Throw your arms around me and you turn me on 
In front of the TV, miss your sex fuck When you throw your arms around me and you turn me on In front of the TV Sex fuck, sex fuck, sex fuck Sex fuck, sex fuck, sex fuck Alright, if any, uh, you don't blame me for being very confused. I was doing a mashup of uh, two songs that uh, I used to play for uh, uh, this episode, the first 10 minutes anyway, as I'm trying to keep this completely correct. It was dedicated to uh, an inspirational website for me anyway, one uh, I, I keep. For me, there's a certain group that I, I hold up on a, on a pedestal and I'm sure they'd be horrified if they heard that anyone was holding them on a pedestal because you know, it's, it's really weird for someone to be holding it on a pedestal but what's, really, what's so strange is I kind, of, I kind of feel like fucking that they're like Jay-Z and I'm like Kanye West or something or in another way, in a more humble way that I'm like a boy, I'm like a child and they're like my parents and I keep being I keep misbehaving and they keep being like, no, don't do that. Don't be no, that does no, you're offending these people and there's reasons why there's politically correctness and there's reasons why there's reasons why you get in trouble for repeating hate speech and there's reasons why you shouldn't uh, make fun of anyone ever. Um, there's reasons why there's like safe place humour because a lot of people are very fragile, a lot of people are after being attacked and all the rest of it. <clears throat> so it's a very emotional subject and it's very everything's a thing. But <clears throat> I, I always personally, I don't want to give it any bad vibes here, but oh, I just thought oh it'd be so cool if I could create like a fucking... I got really disappointed that, uh, you know, ah fuck. I uh, got real disappointed that, like, uh, Jesus. Okay, how do I say this? Alright. Uh, Alright, there's, there's these lads called Vig Huns, anyway, right? <coughs> uh, and they do not, how do I say this? They do not uh, officially approve of the show. They say they don't watch it because, you know, it's highly offensive and all, all the rest of it. So officially they don't approve, which is fine. It doesn't it doesn't mix with their brand, which is fine. There was a, uh, what was it? There's Vig Bros, which is another fantastic channel. Uh, and allegedly I was asked, did I want to be part of the Vig Bros? And I said, no, because I'm a glory whore. Because <laughs> I, I just want all the attention and I'm selfish and all the rest of it, so I just, it just wouldn't really work out. If a camera's involved, I'd be hogging it and all the rest of it. And so. But uh, yeah, what I'm trying to say is uh, I was so inspired by what the vegans were doing, doing that they turned me vegan. Like, And a lot of the members, I'm not, I don't want to give away any of their personal information, so I'm going to keep everything super vague and super general. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's, three, there's three girls in the big Huns and they had a, such a huge impact uh, without possibly even knowing it. They probably didn't even know what a huge impact they had on me because often, to be honest, I'm very intimidated by their, their intellect and because uh, they're fucking, they're all fucking 
brainy ass women like they're all like take you to town if you say something they'll, if they want to take you to town to take you to school they fucking take you to school if they want to like they're all very uh, like successful people in their own right and then you, they fucking got together and formed a fucking super group for a fucking vegan super group you fucking kidding me uh, so yeah they, they're kicking ass but um uh, during my like first two weeks in vegan I was like fucking shit myself like I was like I don't know what to eat, I don't know how to start, I'm gonna just fucking starve. I don't know how to do this, it's a lot of pressure. Ah loads of there's like fucking everyone's giving out my mom's giving out to me, my dad's giving out to me. They're saying the world's gonna end and I'm gonna die just because I turned vegan or something. And I'm not trying to make this into some go vegan thing. Ah fuck it I will, just for the first ten minutes. And then I'll get back to the regular show. Um What are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I know the, the, the two, uh, John and Patrick, who uh, are behind the Big Bros, and they're highly respectable individuals like Marley, uh, and they're, they both have amazing eyes for colour, like it's actually insane. They're like, they both have a great eye for light and it's very hard to describe in, in, in words because, but yeah, Vig Bros is like the, the male counterpart to Vig, Vig Huns. I think Vig, Vig Huns are like fucking huge, like they got thousands of people already follow their stuff, so. Um, but basically all I'm trying to say is, I was trying to, in my own mind, I was so influenced by them. Uh, like heavily influenced that, uh, I was afraid to fucking die. They're bas do you know what they are? They're pretty much like that hot girl in school and I'm like that boy with acne and I keep going, oh Vig Huns, can we be friends? And they're like, no! <laughs> I'm beautiful and you have acne. That's not, this is all, that's made up like that. Everything I'm saying here is, is fiction or whatever. But uh, all I'm trying to say is I felt whole Vig Huns on a fictional pedestal which I'm sure they would be uncomfortable with me because they're Fringy if you putting them on a fictional pedestal. Anyway, listen. Woo! We're back in. <laughs> we're back in the room. Back in the sound. We're cooking vibes, baby. We're cooking vibes. We're cooking vibes. We're cooking vibes. Jesus, music set the tone. But, um, uh, all I'm trying to say is, um, yeah, it was just for me, like, they said they didn't really, unofficially, they said they weren't really, they weren't fans of the Vegan Stephen podcast. They weren't, they, yeah, they said they none of them were die-hard fans of the Vegan podcast, to put it mildly. And uh, I was so heartbroken because I was like, ah, oh, that, it was like, ah, it's like my dad saying, I know you bought me a Christmas present, but I don't like Pokemon. Why did you buy me Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's just the people, I'm a big people pleaser, like, so I just, I wanted to please them. I was like, I wanted to... I wanted, to, I wanted them to be ringing me up and going, oh, I can't wait to come on the fucking vegan scene back house, fucking crap. But that's the thing, it's a polarizing show and you can't please everyone. And even though I thought I was, I thought all vegans were friends. Like I thought, oh my God, you're vegan, I'm vegan too. Let's fucking, let's fucking hang out. Let's fucking do all the things. But instead of that, you got a lot of politics going on, all stuff I don't even understand. Just all sorts of internal issues back history, fights with some people won't talk to other people because previous relationships gone, but all sorts of weird shit. I don't know what's going on with the vegan. Well, it happens in every society, it's not just vegans. But for some reason, I thought if I was vegan, it would suddenly turn, it turned my own life into heaven. 
but it doesn't seem to have turned everyone's life into heaven. Um, some people, it seems like some people are choosing to be unhappy, which is kind of, kind of, kind of strange. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna try and see if this as uncontroversial as possible. Uh, so, yeah, all I'm trying to say is, um, there's someone that I look up to and respect. The feeling is not mutual, <laughs> and rightly so. They, I think, they represent kind of left uh, vegan women. They represent a certain de demographic, uh, and they're into other things. See, I, I, in my, how do I say, in my innocence, I thought being vegan was just right. You just be sound to animals, and that's fucking it, right? Vegan, done. But apparently. There's ways for some reason. I don't understand why abortion's being brought into it. I don't understand why all loads of weird politics shit's being brought into it. I don't understand why all this other mad shit that feminism's been brought into it. I don't understand any of this wild shit and how other people's agendas are getting involved. I thought it was just about doing, uh, like being nice to animals. That's all I thought it was. That's that's what I thought veganism was because I couldn't sleep at night because I was like, fuck, I'm being a dick. I fucking hate being a dick. To be honest, like the whole vegan thing, like I would definitely, cause I'm a very sensitive person, like it would actually, it's like your friend saying, "You're a jumper." I wouldn't wear that jumper. Like life will go on. They don't like my show. Life will go on. I'm sure they'll have their own show, and it'll be fucking great. Uh, but man, it's like a fucking daggers. Ah, the vegans don't like my show. Ah. <laughs> but uh, it's fine. Like I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna chat away to them at the party, like, it's not like there's fucking beef or anything. But yeah, um, man. Yeah, they're the fucking power group. So listen, I'm gonna end the politically correctness in the next five seconds. So if you're easily offended, turn off the show in right now. Okay, but listen, all I'm trying to say is, um, they're all, uh, I would model, if I modeled my life on any of them, I'd be doing well. And fuck, all these five people got together. Fuck. And like, I, I'm kind of late to the party. Like, maybe this should be my first episode promoting Vcons. I think I'm on, I'm episode 100. Uh, or at least 95 right now. Um, but yeah, this episode is dedicated to Vcons. And they all know who they are. Uh, I grew up with all of them. I've, I've many, do you know, just like, I've literally, I've sat on a bus with many of them and made small talk with them. Uh, for some stages of my lives, uh, I fell out with them. Other stages of my lives, I was best friends with them. Ish, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's just like neighbors down the road, that kind of thing. Like you're not best mates, but you do. If there was a fire, you'd fucking be the first man there to help them out. Or if they needed a fire or something, you'd like this something. We're not best mates, but we do. There's kind of a mutual respect that we do whatever. Uh, it's more of a family love kind of thing. It's like it's kind of like we're related but we're not like it's kind of like I'm a, an uncle that crazy uncle down the road <laughs> careful around that vegan Steve lad but yeah just to uh, just to clarify before we go on the rest of the show um, this was uh, vegan vegan homes and vegan bros do not associate themselves with the vegan Stephen podcast in any way uh, so Yes, that, so I'll make that clear. Uh, and 
they you want to check up what their own values are you check up with them I'm not gonna speak uh, I'm not gonna I'm trying to I'm trying to make this like legally correct for myself okay number one big ones and all them things do not approve of all the me slagging all these people and stuff they do not approve of any of the stuff I do I am just saying as a fan that I really like what they're doing and I've been as influenced by them as maybe like Star Wars alright I love Star Wars I love big ones alright uh, Star Wars doesn't know me, Vig Huns don't really know me either. Alright, I, I hold Star Wars on a pedestal, I hold Vig Huns on a pedestal. Alright, that's all I'm saying. So, we're leaving it there. I'm going to keep going with the podcast, but that is the end of the play correctness, alright? Uh, alright, so that's it. We're ending play correctness by the end of these clap hands, okay? One, turn, on, turn it off. Two, turn this fucking podcast off before you get offended. Three, two... One! Stupid cunt. Are you still here? Oh, you bowsy. Oh my god. Jeez, thank fuck all those politically incorrect people left. They were fucking annoying my balls, man. Oh my Jesus. I'm only joking, I'm only joking. Alright. Uh, I might take a break, because that was fucking intense, man. I nearly fucking cried there. Jesus Christ. I'd be fucking careful opening my feeling box. It's fucking, oh shit, I can't stop, I can't, I can't leave because there's no, the drum machine isn't here. Alright, it's going to have to keep going. We'll bull through. Uh, Alright, so some stuff I want to talk about. Okay. Irish famine, jeez, that sounds a bit intense, doesn't it? Every Irish joke. Yeah, I thought it might be, <laughs> I just want to, anti-Irish statement, okay. I just feel the need to, you know, do some self-deformation. Just so that people realise I'm not just going around spouting out hate speech. Like I'm. I think it's important if you're gonna go to a party. I think it's 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 funny to say something like, "Oh, on the way here, I uh, slipped on my own semen or something," and that way people know you're not out to attack them. You're just. You're not taking life too seriously. I know that what I just said was a ridiculous statement. A lot of people are like, oh, it's disgusting and so on. Which is fine. I'm using extreme words in hope to make a, a point. To try and... Because it's very, very scary um, doing... Uh, looking into external thoughts and so on. Because you're going to be offended. You're even going to offend yourself and go, listen, oh my God, if this... If this isn't real, then that's not real, and oh my god, what the fuck's going on? Oh, flip. Like, when I was a kid, I was terrified, because everyone... I didn't know a single person who was... I'd never even heard of an atheist. Like, I'd never even heard of... I'd, I didn't... I just thought everyone was a Christian, that's how it worked. Like, I didn't... I didn't understand. Everyone knew I'd been baptised. To my, the best of my knowledge, uh, like, I, I saw, you know, people who identified as Muslim and stuff... But because I was a child, I just assumed they liked wearing those things and they were Catholic as well, just because I didn't understand. I still don't really understand a lot of the world. That's all, I'm still a fucking kid trapped in the adult body and so on. Uh, madness. Oh, jeepers. Alright. Listen, I have an entire back catalogue of me 
doing whatever. Okay, we're gonna get on with the show. I'm just exhausted from explaining myself. Sorry for being negative, but I just... Uh, I feel like I spend nearly half every show just explaining myself. And it's just fucking exhausting. Sorry, I just wanna have a few lols and fucking chill the fuck out. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to enjoy myself even more. Alright. Uh, Anti-Irish statement. Where are we getting on here? May I refer to... Yeah, yeah, no blacks, no... Was it? No blacks, no dogs, no Irish. And um, that goes back to a sign that was... Uh, goes back to... Sorry. An Irish man depicted as a gorilla. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Alright. I just got... Alright, who was depicted an Irish lad as gorillas? This is fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, oppression. Alright, okay. So, listen, I'm I'm very Irish, by the way. So, oh, sorry, just got finished that thing on religion. Um, I I, I I don't know. I've I've never been fucking normal, and I've had to deal with people giving out to me for not being normal my whole life, and I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> they give out to me for talking. Because if I talk, I say something that they find offensive, uh, or else I'd be quiet because it's so exhausting being offensive to other people. So I just got final shut up, and then they give out to me for not talking, and then I talk, and they give out to me for being offensive, and it's like, ah, fuck. But all I'm doing is trying to look at facts and going, right, what's actually happening? Because my, my f feelings and emotions are really distracting me from what I actually, from the actual truth. So, once the house is built on a nice bit of facts, then we can get into emotions, but there's no fucking foundations there. Just building a gaff on a fucking river, we fucking shinking, allegedly. Uh, hashtag, um, stop hate speech against rivers. Uh, Alright, here we go. Uh, Anti-Irish statement, they refer to opposition, persecution, discrimination, Irish people as an ethnic group or nation. Whether, Jesus, I know this is really obvious, I never thought of Irish as an ethnic group. I know that's like obvious to a lot of people, but I just never thought of it like that. Uh, whether directed against the island of Ireland in general, or against Irish immigrants and their descendants in the Irish dysphoria. Jesus. Irish dysphoria, there's a fucking word. I'll be checking that out. That looks like Putin Holler. Oh, ah, oh, fair play. Wikipedia's updated itself. This is good. Here, you can. I recommend anyone who has a, an extra euro donates a euro to a uh, fucking Wikipedia. I think they're doing a good job. Oh, God. Oh, let's turn this camera back on. Alright, here we go, here we go. Alright. Uh, ba, 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 ba. I won't get too caught up on this. I just wanted to read out some fucking knock knock. Who's there? Um, a generic joke that people with no sense of humor will understand, and it's also a safe joke. So, yeah. Since when is safety important in joke? And I don't know. When, I don't know when this came in. I don't know when it came in, but it makes my cock hard and your pussy wet. Oh, fictional pussies, oh, fictional erect penises from fiction land. Oh, are you intimidated by a fictional erection? Oh, yes I am, ladies! 
What other sounds are there in the world? Man, can you believe people regularly tell me that to stop podcasting? Like, regularly? All people who don't have a fucking clue about money. People are constantly trying to tell me how that fucking money works. No one, I don't know any, I've never met anyone who talks about money more than me. Like, there's people who do talk about money more than me, I just haven't met them yet. And then people try to give me money advice. That's always fucking awful. Like, it's always fucking awful money advice. When I go for money advice, I talk to fucking accountants. And not the, I'm, ta I'm talking to them cheeky accountants, baby. Them double your money, triple your money. Tax, uh, accountants, don't be telling your mates. Accountants, that fucking bono money accountants, that fucking not getting ripped off by anyone, that fucking set money safe intergenerational, paid off in the charity fund on the back end. Oh shit, I wasn't supposed to say any of this shit. I mean nothing. I mean, um, uh, buy, buy, buy new shoes so your friends will like you. Fuck. Uh, if you buy a nice car, it'll be a nice statusism. That's how the world works, isn't it? People respect you more if you have a nice car, and then you get the woman. Get the car, get the woman. I hear that's. I hear that's a thing. I hear that's how advertising works. I hear fucking. If you don't have an apple, then you don't have an apple. I heard that. I heard that. That's one of Apple's. Uh... Oh, you've got an Android. If you don't have an apple, then you don't have an apple. That's an actual ad, kind of somehow shaming people who don't have Apple products. Isn't that fucking weird? Isn't that fucking weird? Did you know fucking, what's that lad? Joe Bregos. Jeff Bezos, God. I got. Alright, what I'm trying to say is. What I'm trying to say is. Man, there's too many things to say. There's too many things to say. So I'm going to stick to the point. To be honest, I just have to go to the bathroom, so. I don't know how this is going to work, lads. I don't know how this is going to work. My synth just isn't working. Oh, hang on. Maybe if I put this on sustain. And then I'll open up the gate. Sorry, sorry, I'll be witching out. My fucking keyboard's gone to fuck. Oh, we're away, okay. Put that into an arpeggiator. And then hold that down. Uh, oh my god. This thing is actually so. so annoying. And this is fucking live as well. Jesus sake. Right, I'm gonna have to just play a drum beat on something. Shit. Oh man, I can't have dead air. They'd be fucking... I'll get cancelled. Shit. Alright, I'll try and play a drum beat on something. Eh, uh, fuck. Alright, okay, okay. Alright. Alright. Bear with me. Man, this is like fucking needing a toilet and fucking mid-speech. Man, how embarrassing is it on a live video to have to go to the toilet and then... You get to see me walking around like a fucking idiot, trying to panicking. I have to go to the fucking bathroom. If I can't stop talking, this is a fucking live podcast. Oh my god, the stress of having to go to the toilet all the time. Alright, I'm going to play uh, a drum beat here off this uh, fucking thing, and that will keep you that'll keep you cooking. Uh, uh, house beat. Beat, what's your favourite BPM? 
I'm a big fan of 90 BPM myself, 128 beats per minute is also enjoyable. Oh shit. Okay, I'm just going to look up a metronome. Jesus Christ. Because how this works is there's like an algorithm, and if I play like two seconds of a pop song, they rob the copyright for the entire video, and somehow I have to pay them money, and it's just fucking weird. So all off me accidentally playing like a pop song. So hopefully this has no ads and it's just gonna be a thing clicking and that way I won't pay a fucking load of copyright. Okay, you're listening to this, uh, we listen to 100 BPM. Did you hear the vegan Stephen can't keep town? Did you hear, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear? I heard a rumor that vegan Stephen's inconsistent. I heard a rumor that vegan Stephen's not talented. True story, I didn't, never got into a choir in my life and I failed most music exams. Oh my god. Right. Go flip yourself. I'll be back in half an hour. Put on the kettle there for yourself. Mental health break. Fat beat, fat beat, hope you're enjoying this. Fat beat, 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 fat um, yes, so my relationship with Vig Huns is unofficially that uh, they're basically like my, I've, I consider them like my lawyers. So I, sometimes I'm like, oh, can I eat this or what's this? Like, where do I get this or, or like, how does this work? Um, and they just go, oh, well, generally vegans, you know, don't support. Uh, okay, for example, I, I had some investments tied up allegedly in horse racing. Uh, I was involved in giving advice to a company that was involved with horse racing because there was, there was a lot of money in it. Uh, and I thought horse racing was grand. I didn't see, I was like, horse racing is grand. Dog racing, grand, no bother. I'm vegan Stephen. But they, they were like, no, it's not, dog racing is not fine. And I was like, I don't understand, I don't understand. And they're like, Horse racing's not fine. I was like, I don't understand. It seems fine though. They, they, they seem fucking happy enough. Like, anyway, they they took me through why it's not fine. I'm not going to tell you why it's not fine. They you can go there to Vig Huns and they might give you advice 
so basically what I'm trying to say is, they're where I go when I have vegan questions, is all I'm trying to say is. Alright, they have good ethics and all the rest of it. So I'm not very good at being ethical, but I check in with them and go, listen, is... <sighs> yeah. So the way, the way that situation worked is, I was tied up allegedly in making money off horse racing through gambling um, algorithms and all these things, alright? Because there was money to be made in that specific area. Did my research after a minute, anyway, <laughs> and they said, listen, racing's not good because uh, a lot of reasons, and they'll go through that. I'm sure they wouldn't mind explaining uh, why the racing, animal racing is very bad. And then I was able to take my time and money away from animal racing. So uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't have any money tied up in any gambling related to animals that as far as I'm aware of uh, everything that is in the process of being shut down that hasn't already because I have multiple income streams allegedly multiple businesses I'm working on and so on so what I'm trying to say is I was able to go to them and go listen what do you think about this and they're like don't be don't be getting involved in organized gambling relating to animals and I was like I don't understand why and they explained it to me and I was like that makes sense and then I took my business elsewhere. Alright, that's all I'm trying to say. They don't associate, once again, they don't associate themselves with me or whatever. They're just, I like what they're doing and I ask their advice sometimes. And sometimes they give advice back. They, uh, sometimes they give me advice. Listen, I better stop talking about them before I get myself in a lot of trouble. Alright, moving very swiftly on. Very swiftly on. Uh, Alright, so here's. <laughs> I love Jeff Bezos. Uh, dedicated to Vegan, sorry. Uh, okay, here's how uh, I mentally. Because this podcast is uh, acting, alright? It's, it's not like an accident that I show up here every single day. <laughs> it's not like I fell out of the womb fucking podcasting, alright? Uh, I found out where the, the money was and yada yada yada, podcasting, monetizing. I talk about all this, how you can do it yourself, my Make Money Now program. And I talk about how to do all the music side of it if you're into all that things and buy the merch and all that good stuff and how to create a brand and all those good stuff and things. I got so caught up there complimenting myself that I was forgotten. Forgot. <laughs> I forgot to... Uh, remember oh, yes mentally sorry excuse me this is how I mentally prepare for my uh, podcast okay because to be honest it's very very fucking stressful <laughs> doing a podcast it's very fucking stressful it stresses the fuck out of me it's my dream kind of job because uh, I get to play synth all day long and do research and uh, how, how often uh, this is how Jeff Bezos do the day and stuff. The reason I do this is because I've studied what the biggest, most successful people do and try to like apply. I experimented and saw what worked for me, so I try some technique for two weeks and uh, whatever. We're gonna stay on track. Life can't be this easy. It's really fucking strange how easy life becomes when you work your ass off. It's fucking. It's it's. To be honest, it, I'm a bit freaked out. I'm like, life can't be this easy. 
if you just get be really really fucking consistent and just do stuff super insanely simple so that nobody will be confused about what you're doing life is just so fucking easy money only represents how many um is it legal transactions you've made in your life and how yeah the amount of money you have only represents relates to how many is it mutually profitable transactions I can't remember the exact phrasing. That's uh, I'm trying to paraphrase. Uh, I should probably look it up. My boy, uh, or maybe another another one of my influences who's got. Oh Jesus! I don't think Vic Hunts would appreciate being put in the same podcast as Ben Shapiro. I think they might be very hard opposites. But anyway, Ben Shapiro. So what was that fucking quote I was talking about? Fucking. No, he's a very quotable lad, and for some reason, Ben Shara, some model or something, keeps popping up. Alright, we're not gonna bother with that. Sorry. We got some shit to do today. We got some stuff to do. How do you mentally prepare for the podcast? Anyway, uh, it's not, it's not easy. Like, I don't want to be going, ah, oh, fucking boohoo. Like, it's fucking grand, but it's not. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. Like, it's a whole mentality. It's a whole lifestyle. Like mentally staying in a, a place of uh, flow, is requires constant attention to make sure, constant attention to make sure that you're keeping perspective, keeping an eye on every fucking thing, keeping the angle, working an angle in every fucking. There's a fucking angle to everything, and money to be made in the holes. There's no reason why people uh, need to be broke. Uh, they can uh, get a little bit of extra pocket money if they want it. But a lot of people don't want to put their time in, into earning money. Because they're, they're, they have enough going on, you know, they got fucking kids support, or they got fucking... They already work a job, like why would they think about money anymore? Well, that's fair enough. Making money isn't for everyone, and so on. It's a lifestyle, it's a whole fucking, it's a whole fucking thing, That's ve veganism's a fucking lifestyle, everything's a fucking lifestyle, and everything has yin and yang balance among groups, that's why you get hard left extremists and hard right extremists, and then there's everyone in the middle, and it's just basic fucking, uh, it's just like looking at like ants and an ant like there's the fucking queen, there's the little the hierarchy and then there's all the people below and people are like oh you can't say that and stuff but this is this is how nature works and then survival of the fittest and all and you go, oh you can't oh fucking but look at any species and the history of humanity and listen this is just my current theory I don't know what the fucking I don't know what the fucking thing things are right everyone's when you hear survival of the fittest and stuff you, everyone's gonna get offended especially me because I'm vegan and all the rest but, but if you take emotion out of it, oh, you can't. Okay, this, I'm gonna stick to the subject. Mentally preparing for. I'll just tell you what I do. Fucking hell. Alright, get up. How are you getting on? Uh, triple coffee. How are you getting on? Come in here. If everything goes well, I just press record and do it. Alright, it's the five second rule. If you can do something without thinking, because I, I like, I could sit, I could stand here and talk for three hours non-stop, right? But 
the question is, it's a tight, it's a balancing tightrope, because the second I believe that I can't talk, I'm gone, I'm fucked. It's like a mental tightrope, it's all perspective. A lot of people are kept down in poverty because they believe that they're a piece of shit, and they believe they don't deserve to be rich, and they believe that there's something wrong with them, and they believe, oh, I'm really fucking depressed, uh, I don't feel happy all the time. That's fucking everyone, even the people at the very, very top feel depressed half the time. Alright, it's all fucking normal. And people think, oh no, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit and I'm not worthy and oh, fucking hell. And even people who are, um, even the extremists tend to be very more emotionally sensitive. Oh, which is a whole other rabbit hole we can get into. But all I'm trying to say is, basic terms, yin and yang, uh, and just look at nature and how nature works, survival of the fittest and so on. There's the top, there's the top dominant male who rides fucking everything. Uh, and it trickles and there's power and stuff. And there's always some lad trying to kill the alpha male. And there's always fights, trying to dominate, fighting over land. Just, I'm just talking about lions here, any species. There's tribes, battling tribes, try to, tribes try to wipe each other out. Um, Tribes will trade with other tribes if there is a mutual benefit, such as fucking a bit of gold or whatever people people trade. And now I say tribes, tribes is a mentality. If someone is trying to be triggered here and thinking I'm slagging some tribe in Africa, you're a small-minded fuck. There's been there's tribes I can fucking ever. I feel like people some 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 fucking people who just got their first did their first six months in college or something think they understand what politically correct is and they go spend half a life looking trying to be offended just so they can go on the offensive and go feelings feelings where's the fucking logic i know i'm stealing hey listen i don't have an original idea in my head all right i just rob people i respect uh, opinions and i try to make sure i try to do as much fact checking as i can but we all make mistakes, especially, I'm not a professional mistake maker. So I'm so professional at making mistakes, I make mistakes on camera for a living. Alright, vegan Stephen hats, 200 euro, vegan Stephen underwear. Now, we're available for pre-order, 150 per pair. For alpha, alpha, alpha males only. Uh, where are we now? How I morally... Oh, sorry. Okay. Excuse me. So, I use a technique um, which uh, has been around since forever, but Tony Robbins the, is a kind of a guru lad. He describes it as uh, peak states. Alright, and a lot of performers do this. A lot of performers go on as a whole. But the best performers, if you actually study what the best performers do, they all do very, very similar things to reach these peak, state, peak states. Uh, they say a prayer, and what does a prayer do? It puts, it takes away anxiety because you're putting the power not in you, you're putting the power in someone else's hands, so you don't have to deal with the fear of being in the driving seat. You're like putting it on some external thing, whether that's a god, a drug, uh, fucking whatever it is. Some external thing. Could be alcohol, could be any, pick, your, pick any religion you like, or etc. Or eating a load of food, I don't know, whatever. Some external thing, so that they don't have to deal with the stress of standing in front of those people. Alright? 
uh, and often uh, people deal with the anxiety of having to go out in front of loads of people by having a, a ritual, alright? Axl Rose goes for a sleep before every fucking gig and there's a whole fucking thing about when can he be walking up and all this shit. Alright, there's rituals that people use to help cope with the absolute stress of going out in front of a big crowd. Generally, people go out in front of a big crowd uh, and do big improvised performances um, do only do it for um, they have script writers first of all so they don't say anything uh, silly as you'll notice I say stuff silly all the time because they don't have a team of writers unfortunately uh, so if someone there to read a speech so that people invest in their product to have a consistent image um, well, really, they're fake as fuck. Think of think of a king or queen, right? They're standing out in front of a lot of people. This is just a balls measuring competition, right? The people are just seeing. It's a, this is a shitty shit testing competition. The balls are the people are seeing right. This king and the, this queen or whatever is giving us a speech. Do I sense any fear in her voice? Or anything, or is she still the top dog? Is she the queen, or is somebody second guessing her? Is she in power? Can we trust this woman? Because uh, if this queen or whatever is not a badass bitch, right? You need a badass fucking bitch because otherwise other people are gonna see you as weak and invade. All right? This is how fucking England invaded fucking everyone. All right? People didn't have their shit together. They're in little tribes. They're fighting, and England came in and said, "Listen." Fucking everyone's fighting amongst themselves. We'll just come in and say we're in charge. It's not that hard to take to tell a few little tribes what to do because they're all too busy fighting amongst themselves. All right, and then a whole other thing is to do with history and all the rest of it. Ah, uh, it's all in the fucking history books, lads. On the history books. Anyway, well, I said I'm regularly wrong, especially with dates. So please <laughs> fact check me in the comments. I would really appreciate it. Because I, I don't want to I don't want to muddy the waters, I want to make the waters clearer. Uh, and emotions definitely get in the way uh, with myself. Uh, I was watching an interview with these dates, right. I was watching an interview with uh, Andre three thousand um, and Rick Rubin and uh, they were talking about social. They both have like social anxiety, really bad, which is crazy because you think of Andre Two Thousand from Outcast. Hey, yeah, think what a fucking banger. He says he's on like you know medication. He's uh, he's highly sensitive, highly highly sensitive. He just has to be alone for a lot of the day. Sure, he prefer performs for an hour or so. Uh, but uh, he's a recluse for a lot of that. He just kind of wants to be left alone and stuff. Uh, and it's you know like a str it's a struggle. He went into like what how why do so many musicians die? And he they went into why it, it happens. It's because uh, highly sensitive people often bec become performers. And if you're highly sensitive, that makes you like highly vulnerable. If someone rings you up and goes, "Listen, uh, I just saw like a fucking kid dying." It'll ruin your fucking day if you're, and you weren't there. You don't know the kid, but your day is fucking ruined because you're so highly sensitive and influenced by external factors. It has to do with like low self-esteem. It has to do all sorts of other shit. Anyway, 
Um, it has to do with like not having strong foundations and listen. I'm just going into was it theoretical psychology here, so trying not to get offended. I'm just talking waffles. And this was meant to be improvised comedy. What the fuck's going on here? Where's my good happy feel vibes, man? Where's my good happy feel vibes? How I mentally prepare for the podcast, eh? So, so I've sit, I've stand, uh, I normally dance for about an hour, about improvised dance, listen to certain music that is usually people talking about how great they're feeling. So right now I'm listening to a lot of tribal music. Uh, I think it's voodoo, Af- African voodoo. It's like tribal drums. Uh, I listen to uh, the last two days. I've been listening to Will I Am constantly because um, he's like a workaholic and he's an influence in my life in many ways mostly his haircut is just <laughs> well I am from back up he's he's a very he's a consistent hit maker which is the way I want to live my life so I uh, I study all the hit makers and find out what they're doing what are they eating what is their work ethic like are they married are they not married how many kids are having? Why are they not having kids? Because they're never fucking home. They're always in the world. Why are they? And they keep getting divorced all the time. Okay, so being a, hot, a lot of performers and, and artists, the best artists, as far as I know, anyway. Uh, so uh, take these drugs and so. And why do these artists take these drugs? Because they're highly sensitive people. All right. Now, being highly sensitive is being. Is literally like it can come in many forms, like synesthesia and, and all sorts of stuff. Um, but being highly sensitive uh, is is very dangerous. It's like walking around naked. If you like, it's you're just you're just it makes you very vulnerable and all the rest of it. But your luck, it's a bit of crack. So it is a superpower because you can tell. It just allows you to empathize. To a worry, it's like if you're like if you think about it, like X Men or something. Kanye Kanye West officially has it. Rick Rubin has it. Uh, fucking who else? Andre two thousand has it. Uh, I think what's that lad called? Fucking that big hit producer. Yeah, you just know it across very successful mm, creatives, and by that I mean like, like number one architects and artists like progressive ahead of their time artists like Will I Am who are always like fucking 10 years ahead of the game and shit Trailblazers uh, Neptunes Trailblazers Pharrell Williams Trailblazer Timberlands Trailblazer anyway I won't get into that uh, but yeah I've, I've listened to music to get myself pumped um, and this is because especially bands like ACDC are good. Um, certain dance music used to be very careful. I'd recommend listening to the same song on loop because it's very, very hard to. Music is like a is like a drug. It can influence your heartbeat so much. So to mentally prepare, you gotta resonate with positive emotions. So you gotta make sure that for me, I only listen to very confident almost arrogant music because before when i came into this room i was thinking oh there's no way i can do this podcast there's not hope like i just feel absolutely awful there's no hope like i just heard that like 
people who I was trying to impress are not impressed and like what am I doing wrong am I, do I have to start again do I have to really think in this podcast like what the fuck's going on now in reality I'm just uh, it's just an insecurity okay there's nothing wrong with my podcast I have my own fan base Big Huns are doing their own thing and they're doing great at it alright there's no need for them to like me there's no need for me to ever ask them for advice again but I'm gonna keep hanging out with them because they're great people and stuff. That's outside of this internet land bullshit of fiction, uh, which I I choose living or whatever. Um, right. Anyway. So mentally preparing. Uh, some people go on treadmills. Liam Gallagher has six. I think he's four. Liam Gallagher has four lines of cocaine. He says he used to have eight or nine lines of cocaine before going on stage to set the vibe. So he'll go out feeling like arrogant, like I can do this or whatever. It's very, very common for performers to do... Uh, either have... Tommy Tiernan has a triple espresso before he does a radio show. Um, Liam Gallagher, singer voices routinely does a lot of a lot of drugs before he goes on stage to make him extra arrogant and you kind of need that though like I don't know not you need it but yeah like when I was gigging loads I was like why is there loads of cocaine on the table like before we go on stage because I'm not it's not really my my drug of choice like because uh, I don't really anything that fucks up my performance long term it's just not for me. I need, I need to be a workhorse. I need to be at work every fucking day. I can't be taking a day off no matter what. Because uh, if I take a day off, someone else is going to want a day off. And then where am I? I'm giving out fucking holidays. People working part-time and shit. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I read Donald Trump's book. Uh, and It's The Art of the Deal. And he said, you can never expect anyone to have your vision. Like, cause it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. I know people are already freaking out that I said Donald Trump, but anyway, uh, it's very frustrating that um, it's very frustrating when people don't have your vision, or else just you don't even have any vision of their own, and then they end up buying all like, oh Jesus. Uh, I'm walking around the city centre, and everyone's wearing this brand called Doc Martens, and I'm like, why is everyone wearing fucking Doc Martens? Chatting to mates, they're like, oh yeah, sure, all, we're all offered fucking Doc Martin deals. We're all in bands. People I know who are in successful bands, alright? I know some people, allegedly, who are in, you know, on TV and successful bands and all that stuff. And a lot of them got offered deals with Doc Martens, sponsorship deals. So, how's that work? They get a contract and said, listen, I'll only wear Doc Martens every day for the next two years. Uh, and then Doc Martens gives them like 10 grand or else three grand or whatever the agreed amount is. Uh, and that is a walking advertisement, all right? That's like me having a t-shirt on right now that says um, Doc Martin right now, all right? All right, this is advertising space. This is expensive right here. This is for rent, possibly as well, if you want to advertise. But this is this is this is real estate right here, my chest. This is blank. I'm in a white. You could put anything here. You could put fucking. Uh, 
an ad for fucking the new Jurassic Park movie, wherever. This is a blank slate for advertisement. Prime real estate. This is how advertising works. The only advertisement I have so far is Dublin and Vegan Stephen podcast. Alright. I'm very, very, very careful about what brands I will associate myself with, as are big ones. And that's a good thing. Alright, you gotta be careful what brands you associate yourself with. And that's why, from now, I'm taking my copyright and my music and everything is no longer open source. Alright, sorry. Uh, I don't plan on ever... I don't know. Honestly, everyone's gonna do what they want anyway, so you guys do what you want, honestly. The only reason I come after anyone is if someone's making, like, you know, a few million or something off me. So, to be honest, I'm not... You got... You're pretty much... Gra just give me, if you start making a load of money, give me some money, is basically it. Like, I'm not going to sue anyone. Uh, like, maybe if someone's making, like, a load of wedge. Uh, if there's a, if someone robbed my song to put it in a car ad, there's a lot of money to be made there. So, yeah, I'd be looking into that. Because car companies have as much money going through them as small countries, in case you didn't know. There's a lot of money in cars. It's, it's cars, car manufacturing cars is their own economy. Uh, we got Henry Ford and with the traffic, what's that thing called? <sighs> he invented the something line where you put the fucking thing, assembly line, and then the next innovation was in Japan, I think, where they, uh, I think they had localized, they could basically build everything in the country uh, and they had individual businesses competing against each other to build parts of the cars and the supply and demand. And it's kind of complex. And all the rest of it. All I'm trying to say is Japan, good at making cars for a while. Ten years, I think it was the top dog. America before that, top dog. So if Ireland starts making the world's best hybrids, we're going to be top dog. But we have a big border and all the rest of it. Borders cost the price to go up and everything. And listen, I won't get into it. I won't get into it. I'm going to stay on track. So... We only have three minutes left and then I have to go, so... Uh, podcast. Is it, uh, podcasting and everything. 90% mentality. Head game. Alright. I first heard this off Christina Aguilera, then I heard it off fucking Johnny Depp. I'm like, what the fuck? All these big lads are just talking about head game? What the fuck's going on here? Uh, Johnny Depp keeps talking about us oh, 90% saying relax. Like, why the fuck's Johnny, Johnny Depp have us, like, known for using coke and and think it's like you gotta stay relaxed, you gotta stay in a certain piece. He's juggling states. He's juggling well I'm just guessing what he's doing. He he can say what else he's doing, I'm just speculating. This is all fiction, alright. Uh Johnny Cash, highly successful. Uh he was on Uppers and Downers. Again, he's trying to stay peak performance like a racehorse trying to stay in that in that peak state. Um now, keep in mind, Johnny Cash nearly died. I'm sure Johnny Depp nearly died lots of times. Now, the reason why, getting back to my point, Andre 2000 talks about, Rick Rubin even talks about the philosophy of, anyone doesn't know Rick Rubin, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Google him. <laughs> he's like, I think he's the most paid music producer in the world right now. Uh, does everything, like fucking, produces Jay-Z records. Rum DMC, I think. Beastie Boys, he invented, he did all the Beastie Boys stuff. He's like a philosopher. He's a fucking genius. Meditates and all the rest of it. Uh, okay, so listen. These are big philosophers. What I'm trying to say, uh, 
they were getting into why there's all these suicides with musicians and it has to do with like trying to fill the empty hole and being overly sensitive and all the rest of it. So listen, that's a whole other conversation. Just going to nip that in the bud now. We're not going to finish that. So I'm going to just going to sum up what what I do for the podcast. I know this sounds crazy, but I I actually dance for an hour and listen to positive music and uh, to get myself charged up, and then I go wham and bang it into the camera so that. Because a lot of, every, I'm only realising now, like, a lot of this, everything just seems to be fucking at frequencies and energy. And I've heard people say this for years, but I'm just kind of, it's all starting to click. Now I can see how all the sciences link in with each other. Like, there's just fucking physics and biology and, okay, you remember the other one? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you look. Um, so I have, to, I have to get myself in a certain mindset and that takes me an hour and an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. And that can involve drinking coffee. Um, and I have a, I won't, won't say the name, but I have a certain energy drink here and, and so on. You get the idea. Uh, but yeah, in order to reach these peak states for a sustained amount of time, uh, it requires a lot of control, a lot of balance. It's literally it's just balancing on a fucking tightrope. That's the line of comedy, as well. There's a line of politically correctness. Now, here's the fucking. You're literally. I know. I don't know if you guys. Some of the shit I'm talking about is so fucking philosophically dense or something that I'm even confused by it. So how the fuck do I explain something that I barely understand and that I haven't done enough research on to find out if it's actually true or not? Because I'm just there's only so many hours in the day and so. On. Anyway, uh, there's like the line, <laughs> metaphorical line or whatever. But basically, when you cross everything, the closer you get to the line uh, with your conversation, the funnier the conversation gets. Oh, it's like a oh geez, oh geez, fight, oh geez. And then you start to lose people. I'm talking also about my show, right? I set stuff on, set a keyboard on fire and I was playing it. Right, okay, that's definitely the line. Uh, you said, uh, you started discriminating against, uh, I started discriminating against fucking Jews, Muslims, uh, homosexuals, Irish people, vegans, all these things. I started pissing off everyone, everyone I could think of. Right, I've hit the line, everyone's offended, we all hate you, uh, you're corrupting our morals, uh, fucking all this it. Uh, but just before you do that is the funniest thing ever. But then you cross the social boundaries, you might mention something like uh, a racial slur or something like that, and then bang, society says no, you're pulled off the air, Netflix show cancelled, uh, whatever. And that's just, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but that seems to be a solid uh, pattern recurring pattern that is, you know, markable uh, in bullet points or whatever a recurrence throughout history anyway. From all the studying I've done of my testicles I believe I'm qualified to talk about politics one time So, if you weren't offended yet, fair play to you. I don't know how you did it, but, I don't know. Man, it's so... 
I find it so hard to talk to people because I'm I'm so easily offended and everyone else is so easily offended and I just feel like oh don't mention this and don't mention that and anytime I do it oh, I'm just I just feel like a lot of my life is being told to either shut up or talk and when I talk I'm told to shut up and when I shut up I'm told to talk and it's just I'm just so confused there's balance uh, there's obviously a disconnect, there's obviously a lot of stuff in society that I just don't understand but I'm googling it and I'm trying to find out how society works uh, and how like how to make, how to become one of those rich old evil billionaires I'm doing my research, I'm trying to be one that's my goal man one of those rich old lads uh, whose fucking grandkids nieces are looked after I want my grandkids nieces to be fucking looked after life insurance and all the rest of it uh, I'm going less when I first started this podcast on episode 1 I was very I think I was maybe communist or I think I was socialist I think I was a little bit socialist but the more I look into shit and history it's things like oh fuck stay away from socialism it doesn't seem like a good idea but who knows then obviously you know the, the right goes too far you get things like Nazi Germany and all that stuff so Where's the fucking balance? The balance is in the middle, isn't it? But in the middle, no matter where you are, both sides are going to be fighting, going, oh, you should be here, why, you should have done this, you should have done that. Either side, and then the balance just seems to be in the middle. I know what I'm saying is very, very obvious, but fucking frequencies, balance. The CIA are behind it all, JFK. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> It's a conspiracy! <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, no, but uh, I'm, I'm getting on, like, I'm getting old. I'm past my prime. I'm an old man now. And I've, I've tested out all the conspiracies that I could. I know them all pretty well, but they don't really hold up, unfortunately. It'd be, it'd be, fa it'd be an absolute hoot and a holler if uh, I could find the facts to back up this flat earth thing, but I can't find any facts to back it up. So, uh yeah, that's unfortunate. That'd be pretty funny. Um, but you look, the Bible got the flat Earth thing wrong officially in the first draft. Because as everyone knows, in the first draft of the Bible, they said they were going on about the world being flat. It's like, okay, so this guy who invented the world, this guy, this guy, I don't know who invented the world. One of the gods. There's a lot of them. I can't keep track. No homo. But I can't keep track of all these gods. No homo. Um, how fucking sexy does Jesus Christ look on the cross? Like he looks ripped as fuck. It just makes me want to get down on my knees and fucking open my mouth for Jesus and fucking spread my legs for the Lord. Do you know what I mean? He's the body of a god. He's got the beard. I want to take beard grooming tips off Jesus. Um, but yeah, alright, so Jesus or I don't know how this works, Jesus is there or something. Like who was who was fucking fact checking Jesus? That's what I want to know. Uh, alright. But I'm just uh, basically I I know I got some shit going on, I don't know what the fuck's going on in my head, but I I basically I've nearly died a few times and when you nearly die when you come very close to dying a few times, you start you start thinking you're some fucking deity and you're some fucking important person. So listen, I nearly died a lot of times and I think this just happens. So enjoy the show is all I have to say to everyone. Uh, I hope you enjoy the show. 
and and I think that's all that matters. It doesn't matter whether I'm right or wrong, or it's my fucking show, and I'm here to entertain you at any cost, really, at any fucking cost. So if you're not entertained, take your time elsewhere, because I would. All right. That's all the things. I'm going away. I'll have a quick look at see what's going on here. St. Patrick's Day, 15 funniest joke moments. Oh, that sounds very boring. I I was trying to do research for the show, but I just got. I was just like, ah, fuck it. I'll just do the show. Hmm. Yeah. It, see, for some reason, I feel like I need the safety net of the internet there while I'm doing the show because I'm like, fuck. If I if I don't if I forget what to say or something, I'll just go on the internet. I'll just Google it or something. Because this, this show needs to be a consistent fucking package. It's not meant to be just some lad ranting. It's meant to be a consistent uh, journey. Um, what's that thing? Analogical thought? Analytical thought? When you kind of question all the different you know options and find out which true experiments, find out true real life, basically testing out theories in real life and going, right. What's the theory and what actually happens when you implement it and so on? Anyway, Sherlock, this it worked for Jeff Bezos, so fuck it, I'll give it a go. And it worked for Thomas Edison; it turned out well for him. Uh, critical thinking, critical thinking, uh, critical thinking is very, very scary because uh, it makes you fucking question fucking whether you have whether your socks are black or white when they're really red. So fucking hell! All right, goodbye. I'm sick of looking at you. Buy the merch. Buy, 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 buy the merch. Buy, 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 buy. Two hundred for a hat, and one hundred and fifty for the underwear. Buy it or be a bitch, bitch. Definitely getting pulled by the sensor board now. Jesus. Sensor uh, board. Go suck an egg. Um, a yummy egg. A Cadbury's egg. Uh, send me a check, Cadbury's. Send me a fucking check. <laughs>